when Bob and I first got together, it was fun. It was great. He he did everything and more. He was perfect. Everything I could ask for. His friends were awesome. His family was awesome. There was a few times I went to um, some of his friends, like bonfires and cookouts. And I would stand there and look around at all these different people and think, wow, this is nice. Because I've been in relationships where I would meet their family and their friends and I would feel like they're better than me. And that's the worst feeling is when they, when you feel like they're better than you, you know, like, what am I doing here? And I didn't get that vibe from his friends and his family. And I liked it. It was nice. And, uh, I guess I didn't realize how much I needed that, you know, until, until I had it. And (sighs) it was nice. Now he has three older kids. They're adults, you know, they're out living their life. And then he's got you know, a little one that's in the same age range as my kids. And it was nice. It it was even better when we had all the kids together. And, um, he had shared parenting with his ex-wife for his son, for his little one. And, and I liked her and I, I got along with her just fine. And we would text each other from time to time. And, and I was usually the one that transported their son to her, um, or picking him up from her. And it seemed like, We could co-parent better than she could with him. And at first, I didn't understand it. At first. And, um... So, I mean, it was... It was an interesting relationship, but it quickly felt like family. It felt like I I had a family now. And because he was... He was skilled in things, and he knew how to take care of things, and he could build things and fix things, I felt like this was even better, especially for my boys. Um... You know, because if it wasn't for, you know, this relationship, I I often wondered, will my kids ever experience or see this, you know, learn how to change brakes on a car or if your plumbing is leaking, how to go about fixing it, you know, you know, stuff like that. Things that I think are important that I don't have any knowledge of. This man provided it. And again, it was very important to me. So anyway, I'm really trying not to to ramble on about the same things, but I'm trying to also like really, you know, get my point across on these things too. The reasons why I fell so hard for this relationship, you know, because he was everything I needed. And, um, well, in all honesty, uh, Bob didn't care too much for my oldest kid and it was, It was no secret as time went on when apparently my oldest kid was doing this wrong and that wrong and he said this and he said that and and then I'm hearing and then I'm you know I'm hearing not only my kids talking about it but you know Bob is talking about it your boy can't do anything right I can't trust your boy home alone I can't trust your boy to do this your boy just keeps fucking up your boy, your boy, your boy. Everything is everything my boy did was wrong. There was one particular um, instance that kind of made me raise an eyebrow. His son and mine um, was in was in my boy's bedroom, and they were playing video games together and eating candy. And I don't see anything wrong with that. Well, at some point, the kids got done playing, or or my boy stayed in his room, and his left. And that's when Bob went into that room to get something or fix something and seen all the candy wrappers on my son's bed. 
And he starts laying in on my kid about it. And I'm like, hold up. What the hell is going on? And I hear my son say, well, your son, I won't say his name, was in here too. Some of these are his. And Bob calls for his kid to come down and and ask his kid, are some of these candy wrappers yours? And his son said no. And the rest of us, myself, my two other children, and my son are just staring at this little dude like, the fuck? Now, suddenly, Bob is all on this tyrant about how my kid is not only messy, but he's a liar. So, it just started up a whole whirlwind of bullshit. And he got in my kid's face and he yelled at him and he said some pretty nasty things and, like... I honestly was baffled. Like, what the fuck just happened? And when I tried to stick up for my boy, he turned on me. And now I'm a bad mom and I'm not setting a good example because I'm letting my son apparently lie. It was just, it was a nasty situation. What do you do? So, everybody went upstairs except for me and my son. We stayed in in his room and I comforted him, but try not to be too obvious about it. So that way I couldn't add to the the accusations that I coddled my son too much and I let my son get away with murder. That, That was the things that Bob was saying about me. So, you know, but at the same time, like, I know the truth. I know what happened and my son didn't deserve that type of backlash. So I went back upstairs and... I noticed that his boy was in his room, happily watching Netflix. Well, guess whose account that Netflix falls under? That's mine. I'm paying for that bill. So I picked up my phone, and I decided to kick him off of it. And his son came into the kitchen just, Okay, okay, I can't get Netflix to work. So I quietly leaned in, and I said, You know, we share here. And we also tell the truth. And what you did was very mean. You let my son take the rap for something you both did. So I feel like because my son is grounded and stuck in his room for the rest of this evening, then I'm taking my Netflix from you for the rest of the evening. And instead of coming clean or apologizing, he stuck his nose in the air and he went to his room and then cried himself to sleep. That was one of many battles just like that that I had to deal with. And I know that doesn't sound very big and I know that doesn't sound very extreme. But the type of heat and attention my son was getting for, for situations like that, it escalated. And it, was a, it became a more frequent thing. And it just wasn't healthy for at that time my son was nine years old. For a nine-year-old boy who's already been through a lot. Who's already been told by his own father at one point that he was a a pussy-ass bitch. My kids have seen some shit. And my oldest, mostly because he grew up with me. I had him when I was 19. And, you know, through my 20s, I've, I've went through a lot of situations where I learned about everything I did not need in life. And this is another one of those situations. And so my son has, sadly enough to say, has seen and experienced and felt and lived through a lot of my obstacles. 
And it just wasn't fair that this is another one of those obstacles he had to live through and he had to deal with. Now, don't get me wrong. My kid isn't perfect. My kid wasn't exactly a fucking angel. He was a real shithead. It was almost a daily basis. I would have to either dip out of work and run up to the school to see what my son did to get in trouble, or I'd be getting a phone call or a letter from the school saying, you know, my kid said this or did this or didn't turn in his homework and the missing um, assignments are piling up. Now he's failing. It was just, it was, it was a constant battle with this kid. And then when he was good and when shit was getting turned in and things were fine, it was like too good because if he was, if he was an angel at school, then Bob was looking for angles. Like I walked in on Bob pretty much turning my boy's room inside out, just flipping everything. And he was just pissed off. I'm like, what's wrong? He's like, well, I'm missing a knife and I know that your kid has it because who else would take knives? And he just, he never found anything. But he wasn't, he wasn't letting off of it either. I found the knife. It was out in the garage right next to his power tools and trash from the food he ate the previous weekend. Bob misplaced his own knife and he flipped out on my kid. He just, he just could not accept the idea that my son wasn't, wasn't a complete asshole. I also want to point out that my son being my oldest never really had a, a good positive male figure. And when we thought that we had a positive male figure, something went wrong and they left. And I feel like... I feel like this may have contributed to some of the problems that we were having with my kid or that I was having with my kid. But it was a constant revolving door between those two. And it just, it was hard. It, it was hard on me. It was hard on my kid's siblings and my other kids. I can only imagine how hard it was on him. But let me tell you, fast forward through this entire bullshit story. When we left and we got out of that situation, my son is a straight A student. He doesn't miss school unless he is super sick. He, he is the man of my house as we speak. If I text him and I say, hey bud, can you run the vacuum for me? He gets off his butt. He runs the vacuum. He takes his dogs out. He takes my dog out. He flips the laundry for me. He will start the load of laundry if I ask him to. He shampoos the carpets. He puts away my groceries. He he is the man of the house and he does anything and everything I ask him to without complaint, without resistance. Did I mention he's straight A's? I haven't even talked to the principal. I don't know who the principal is of the middle school that he is currently in. Because there has been zero issues. I do not dread going to a parent-teacher conference because shit is so good. And I truly, truly believe leaving that atmosphere is what did it. It took leaving that atmosphere and a little bit maturing to, to get this boy to be like, damn, life isn't hard and I made shit hard on my mom and I'm going to be good and it's easy to be good.